boy's getting hungry Mr. Wind, bitch, and I'm coming with the munchies now Serve me a plate, you know what it is The mixed greens, potato salad, and a rack of ribs Prior knowledge, and we cooking on the beat Season the track, I'm coming raw, the slaughter meat This shit is slapping, awesome Chris Rock shit Now acknowledge me, ho, I'm on my big dog shit And I'm white and skinny, and I'm far from piggy And I'm ready to die, so who wanna come with me? Low down and shifty, my chick is real pretty Her booty big too, where she wanna get with me? Long hair, scallywag, swagger of a Cali dad Ask me if I give a fuck, the answer is I never have Eating a chopped cheese, I'm sipping coffee While I'm sitting in the kitchen while your girlfriend talks me When's lunch? Your boy's getting hungry Mr. Wind, bitch, cause I'm coming with the munchies Serve me a plate, man, you know what it is Mixed greens, potato salad, a rack of ribs uh, When's lunch? Your boy's getting hungry Mr. Wind, bitch, and I'm coming with the munchies Serve me a plate, man, you know what it is Mixed greens, potato salad, a rack of ribs uh, Alright, this is the Wind's Lunch Podcast your boy Ryan here on Prior Knowledge Radio. Episode 4, son. Episode 4. I'm still getting into like the groove of doing the show. So, I kind of just came down to the schedule. I think I'll be posting this show on Wednesdays. If you're hearing this right now, you probably already knew that because it probably is a Wednesday for you. If not, you're listening on another day. But either way, I appreciate you listening. One big thing that was holding me back from scheduling everything was I needed to be set on a theme song. Now, you guys have heard the current theme song that I have the the past few shows and this one as well. But <clears throat> there's actually a story as to how we got there. So when I initially came up with the podcast, I really wanted something original. I didn't want something like corny, but I also didn't want to be stuck doing it myself. Because when I typically get stuck doing something myself, I overthink it and then I just don't want to do it at all. I did all the theme songs. I did all the bumpers, all the stingers for all the previous shows. That were on the old prior knowledge radio. And I didn't really want something something like that. I want something different. Something that would stand out compared to the other shows. So I reached out to a couple different people. Just to see what kind of takes I could get. I reached out to an artist that I know named Umbravo. And he supplied me with this. I talk my shit and I walk it too. Kicking through the mud when I'm walking through. Ill niggas want a match trying to walk your boo. Real niggas don't even want to talk to you. Pussy, ten toes with it, hoe niggas won't get it. Stand up, guys don't rely on the open. We understand the youth minds and we mold in them. But put it all on the floor with them. Which works, right? Because it's it's short enough to be something easy enough for a podcast. At first, it sounded right for me, but it doesn't really hit the point for the podcast. So I, I went with something different. I reached out to a couple different people. I reached out to a few other friends, a friend of mine, Noah, or Grass Kingdoms. I reached out to him, asked him to see what kind of thing he could do. Nothing really came to fruition with that because I ended up going to the studio later on that day. And I ended up just doing the song that we hear now. The one at the beginning of the show, the Wednesday Lunch Freestyle. I did that off the head. I was bored in the studio. I literally came up with it. As we were going, I knew that I needed something original. And I wasn't the one engineering the session. My homeboy Biz was, who did all the projects with the Bad Boys tapes and everything. He was engineering the session, so I figured I could at least get the song tracked out real quick. He'll do the mixing, and then I'll be good to go. 
And it was easy peasy. Got that shit done literally in 30 minutes. And that's what you hear at the beginning of the show now. So, yeah. That's a, that's the little story of the When's Lunch podcast theme song. But shout out to Umbravo. I appreciate you supplying that. Now, I'm not sure exactly if I'm going to keep this a solo podcast or not. This is something I was debating. I do have a few friends that I do obviously talk shit with. And, like, I'm a firm believer that not every conversation needs to be a podcast. But some of the jokes, I mean, obviously, they're podcast-worthy. But I have friends that also do podcasts, so I might also have them on. I have other artists that I work with. Maybe I'll do some interviews with them. I'm not sure. I literally take this show week by week, do whatever the fuck I want, and I'll write anything down. It's what I do, bruh. Off the cuff. Like the When's Lunch podcast theme song. Like the old prior knowledge radio, I, I did a bunch of different shows. So I hosted a main host on one, BSWPK, and then I co-hosted on three. The Real Deal with the Flick Bricks, Marks with Mikes, which is actually somebody else's podcast name now, and then The Dope Show with Osiris, who I did the Bad Boys tapes with. So I had those shows, and then I still had to edit them. I had to come up with the stingers and the bumpers and the drops and shit for each show, it was like a lot to take on by myself, and I really didn't have the proper team for it. So at this time, I'm just basically taking it slow, and I don't want to, to overwhelm myself again like I did previous. Now, like the previous shows, like I had one, literally BSWPK was bullshit with prior knowledge. Like that's all we did, which is bullshit. We come on, we would, we would drink a little bit, and we would just talk shit. You know what I mean? We would come up with different things, listen to audio, whatever the case was at the time. And then obviously Marks with Mike's is wrestling. The real deal was uh, film and TV shit. And then the dope show was Osiris' show that I co-hosted. That was basically about hip-hop and things that we got into growing up and making music. So I think now with the new prior knowledge radio idea is I I just kind of want to do this show because I enjoy doing it for my own self-benefit, as selfish as that sounds. And whether somebody listens or not, I don't care. I'm still going to do it. Eventually somebody will hear it. So I do it for myself. I'll probably be doing this show. I have a couple other ideas for different shows, but I don't really want to be on the show. I would rather just be in the background. I could just record it, that type of shit. We have different ideas formulating. I'm working with a couple different people with these ideas, so it's not really just me anymore, which is nice. We also talked about the idea of making this a video podcast, obviously video podcasts. A lot of people enjoy watching people talk, which is amazing. I mean, it's bad enough people like listening to people talk and they're not involved in the conversation themselves, but now watching somebody else have a conversation, that's on a whole nother level. So we're probably going to be turning the When's Lunch podcast into an actual video podcast in addition to the audio podcast for Prior Knowledge Radio. So that'll be nice as soon as we get everything up and running. Hopefully by episode 10 is what I'm hoping. So we're on episode four now. So just bear with us as we get everything started. It's pretty nice. I'm just trying to get back in the swing of recording podcasts. I'm recording more music as well. Like I said, I've been working with Biz. He records all my new shit. I literally just go to the studio. And when I get back into the studio, it's just me and him. Or if anything, I have Osiris there. And I'll just knock out a good four or five songs. So I could probably put out an EP every time I record with him. But for some reason, I, I just slack on on like social media and promotion and shit like that. Like I just don't do promotion very well. I'm not very a social media driven person. I more literally just use social media just to watch videos. I don't do anything else. 
Like, I might as well just delete all my fucking social media. But I don't because I need it for the music shit. But I just don't even use it for the music shit either because I just don't like social media. It's some weird, negative, vicious cycle I guess I have to get over. But I've been getting more into recording with Biz, which has been nice. I have about 13 tracks in the vault right now, just chilling. So I'm going to be dropping those probably once per month. I'm just hoping to do that. Just might as well get it out there. And then eventually we can do something, maybe put in compilation tapes and shit like that. I don't know. I'm just spitballing right now, bruh. Just spitballing. But it's been nice getting back into the studio. It's been nice writing more. Just putting on beats and just just coming off the top of the head. Just getting back into the rhythm. Because just like anything else, if you don't practice your hobby, if you don't practice your skill, then your skills get rusty. You kind of have to dust it off. So... I'm going to make sure that everything stays sharp, you know what I mean? Keep on top of my recording, try to keep on top of the writing and at least freestyling out loud. Like when nobody's home, I literally just be freestyling to the cats. I don't give a shit. I'm, I'm just spitting bars to the cats and the cats go, Meow, like this motherfucker's spitting and I am. I am, kitty cats, you guys are listening. Speaking of, I was going to keep Willow in here as a co-host today because she was just kind of chilling. But then she was going nuts underneath my desk. And underneath my desk is where all my cables are. And if she unplugs something, I'm going to be pissed. So I try to keep her in here. And then I had to put her out and I had to shut the door. Usually, whenever I keep her outside of the room like that, she'll usually start scratching and shit at the door. Like it's right at the door. And it's very annoying. So I'll probably hear that sometime during this podcast. So that'll be pretty dope. Anyway, back to the music. I was sitting here and I was having a conversation with somebody at work and we were talking about the top five hip-hop albums. It was specifically hip-hop albums to you, not hip-hop albums of all time. Like, I, I want to hear something specifically that means a lot to you. Give me the top five albums that mean a lot to you. So I sat and I thought about it and the five that came to mind, and I can't even say that these are the five top albums, period, because they'll probably change as I go back and listen to different shit and remember things. But these are five that definitely came to mind in no order whatsoever. So the first one, I'm going to go ahead and start off with Kanye West, The College Dropout. I remember buying The College Dropout. I bought that album at a Target, and then right after we left Target, me and my mom... We went over to Babies R Us and she went shopping for a baby shower she was going to. And I just listened to that on my, my disc man, my non-skip disc man, walking around just listening to that front. I think I listened to it twice in a row because we didn't leave for so fucking long. Like, why does it take that long to shop around a fucking Babies R Us? Like, I don't know what the fuck registries were, Like, but she had the shit printed out because it wasn't digital, obviously, at the time. This was early 2000s when the fucking college dropout came out. I want to say 2004, maybe. I'm just guessing right now. But I listened to this album literally front to back. Like, I love this album. I love the skits in between with D-Ray Davis. Everything about this album just, like, appealed to me. And Kanye was so new. I remember, I did obviously, I was, like, what, 10, 11 years old when this album came out. And I remember, I just always read credits. Like, I always read the pamphlet and the, the inserts inside the albums, and I always read the credits, like, who wrote it, who produced it, shit like that. And I would see K-West or Kanye West's name on, on other shit, Jay-Z-specific shit, the Memphis Bleak album, I remember seeing it on there. And then, I remember one day I was watching BET, and the Through the Wire video came on. And I was so hype on that song. I loved that song when I was watching the video. Like, that was my shit. 
And I remember calling Sam Goody and like nobody was answering. And I went down there and went to Newberry Comics or some shit. One of the places where you buy the CDs back in the day. And I remember going up there asking, did they have the album? And they told me the album wasn't out yet. And I was fucking devastated. I was shook that the Kanye West College Dropout album wasn't out because I really wanted that Through the Wire song. I really wanted to learn it. I wanted to hear the rest of the album. And then eventually it came out. I bought it at a Target. And Target sells explicit CDs. So I got it specifically there because so I get an explicit CD. My mom used to make me buy edited CDs because, you know, she don't like cuss words. She don't mind me watching people get murdered on fucking movies or, you know what I mean, growing up in the projects, just chilling around, people selling and doing drugs outside. But, you know, other than that, no hip-hop music with cuss words. You know what I mean? My, my baby can't hear the cuss words. Meanwhile, she's saying fucking shit every goddamn other word. Fucking A. But, yeah, I got that album there, and then after that, we went to the Babies R Us, and I basically memorized that album. So, College Dropout definitely... Uh, definitely hits a different spot for me uh the next one i would go with i thought of would be it's not necessarily an album but it is a project it's a mixtape it's the cushion orange juice mixtape by Wiz khalifa that that project came out when i was in high school i, I would think i was junior year maybe junior or, or sophomore junior or senior year one of the two but that album that mixtape came out and that shit was fucking fire literally front to back smoking to it every single day memorized every single song and that was big because back then Wiz was putting out a he was putting out music videos for these mixtape tracks just basically buzzing off of that shit and it was all shot by the same dude like all within the same crew and it was really dope because I like doing the same thing I love filming and I love filming just random shit and putting it together as a video that's exactly what he was doing with Bill Palladino at the time so that was pretty dope I love that project. I remember going to see him and Big Sean, going to see them live when the first Rolling Papers album came out. Big Sean's album had just leaked. So I remember listening to that the day going to the concert. Got fucking mad high at the Mesa Amphitheater, bruh. The shit was lit. Shit was lit like a tit, my guy. It was nuts. But I would probably say the next project, it's going to be Shamel. Buy Your Dream to Sell Your Soul. That was his first official mixtape. Something about that project was so gritty and so hungry that even to this day, I still listen to it. It's not available on any streaming services or anything like that. I don't know why. I really need to ask him why he doesn't have that on streaming services. But that project literally, I remember learning it front to back like every other one of these projects. But... That album or that mixtape, that project, whatever, was so dope. I used it in videos. I used it, a lot of those tracks are used in the good footage video. The good footage video was like an hour long, and most of the music there is Chamel's music off of By Your Dreams to Sell Your Soul. So, definitely love that project. And then the next one I'd go with is 50 Cent's Get Rich or Die Trying. This album came out. And all of a sudden, I wanted to be a thug. I wanted to be out there selling drugs with the rest of them. I want. I wanted to be so hard. I wanted to wear a bulletproof vest to fucking school. This shit came out in like 2002, okay? I was like in the fourth grade when this shit came out. Fourth or fifth grade. There's no reason why I should be wearing a bulletproof vest to fucking school. Not back then, at least. But the shit made me want to be a thug so goddamn bad. 
And everything about it was just so hard. Like, 50 just didn't give a fuck. He was just a street dude. Still is the same way. He just has mad money now. And at the time, it was just nuts. I love that project. It reminds me of my cousin Anthony. My cousin Anthony is like a huge influence for a lot of the music that I listened to growing up. He loved hip-hop, so I would always kind of piggyback off of what he was listening to. He would burn a lot of CDs for me and shit like that, so I would kind of just get my musical taste from him. I would also watch a lot of BET, not gonna lie. A lot of BET. That's why I love the movie Baby Boy, bruh. Baby Boy was on all the time. I remember watching South Central. I remember all that shit. But hip-hop really spoke to me, probably because of my cousin Anthony. So, you know, I gotta appreciate him for that. And 50 Cent was something he was really into because he was... I mean, he's a white boy into hip-hop at the time, so obviously he liked Eminem. Shady Records, shit like that. So it was very heavy influenced. So I got around and listened to the 50 Cent tape. Remember him being on the 8 Mile soundtrack? That shit was dope, too. And then I think the fifth one I thought of was 3-6 Mafia's Most Known Unknowns. Not that it's, like, necessarily a classic album front to back, but, like, every single track to me is a fucking banger. I love listening to that project. I have really good memories with it with my friend Alex I grew up with. I remember him buying the album. I got him to burn it for me. And when we listened to it driving around with his mom and shit, Half on a Sack was a, was a huge song that we loved. And j- just the the way that Juicy J just snapped on it, I, I don't know. A lot, a lot of that project was very, was very hype, and it really got me into 3-6 Mafia, which kind of dove me down into the 3-6 Mafia rabbit hole when I moved out to Arizona when I was 13, when torrenting was like very, very, very heavy because streaming wasn't a thing at the time. I would torrent all the 3-6 Mafia projects, like the Hypnotized Minds projects, all of them. Every single artist, like Chrome, fucking Gangsta Boo, The Chat, all the way down the list, every Lil White album, Frasier Boy, everybody that was a part of Hypnotized Minds or anything like that, I got their project and I would listen to it. And I remember specifically, there was this one big ass, like huge discography file. And I remember downloading that and my computer got infected with a fucking virus and my mom's computer shut down and it shit the bed. And that was the first time that I caused a virus to my mom's computer was downloading 3-6 Mafia's Hypnotized Minds discography. (laughs) I'm a fucking goon. I'm like, yeah, I love Juicy J and DJ Paul so much that I'm going to crash my mother's computer. He gives a fuck. I talk my shit and I walk it too. Kicking through the mud when I'm walking through. Ill niggas want a Mac trying to walk your boo. Real niggas don't even want to talk to you. Ten toes with it, ho, niggas won't get it Stand up, guys, don't rely on the open We understand the youth minds and we mold in them But put it all on the floor with them back i always do that i don't know why like i don't really have any smooth transitions to like go to like a commercial break but i feel like it's better in between a rant if i just cut real quick instead of just jumping from rant to rant to rant that's just kind of what i do so welcome back to the wednesday lunch podcast homie i had to get up because i had to go feed the demons bro fucking willow was out there and she was meowing she was clawing at the door so i went out there and i took care of that so it should buy me a little bit more time over here bro 
What else have I been doing? I've been trying to watch some new shit. Trying to binge watch some new shit, I should say. I don't know why, but I love watching Gordon Ramsay yell at people. Like, I, I, I fucking, I don't know. I think one of my guilty pleasures is shitty reality shows. And I love watching him yell at people, whether it's on fucking Hell's Kitchen or it's in fucking Kitchen Nightmares. But he has a new show called Food Stars. And I started watching that. Food Stars is pretty dope. Kind of reminds me of like a low-budget Shark Tank. Like Gordon Ramsay's basically investing a quarter of a million dollars into somebody's idea in their business. And they have to like compete for challenges that like showcase different things that he might need in business. Like promotion, uh, customer relations, customer service, shit like that. Food, dining. Very, very weird version of Shark Tank, basically. Even at the end, he's like, I will not be investing in you. I'm leaving. And then he like walks away or some shit like that. I don't remember what he says. For those reasons, unfortunately, I will not be investing in you. We're done. Yeah, that's what he says. That's what he says. So I've been watching that. I don't know. I, I really get invested, and I'm sure, obviously, a lot of it's scripted, but there's this one contestant, Caroline. I fucking hate that bitch. Bro, she's so goddamn annoying. She's so fucking annoying. God, like, everything she says, like, when Gordon's talking to everybody, she's just over there like, mm-hmm, yeah. Yeah, right. Like, bitch, he's not talking to just you. He's talking to everybody there. Shut your mouth. Stop responding like that. Just nod your head. Do something like that. Why do you have to vocally say, yeah, no one cares. No one cares. See, I, I can't wait for Caroline to get eliminated. That, that shit's going to be so epic. So epic. I, I think this shit, the season's already over, but I, I, I'm not done yet. So, I don't know. I'm trying not to look it up. You know, it's super popular news, what's going on on Food Stars with Gordon Ramsay. And shit like that. You know, no big deal. But, bro, he has so many fucking shows. And obviously, they're all over, like, Tubi. They're all over, like, the free streaming shits. All over the goddamn place. But he has so many fucking shows. So many shows. Like, I wrote down a list of the shows. Okay? He has two versions of Hell's Kitchen. Two versions of Kitchen Nightmare. He has Master Chef. Master Chef Junior. Which is basically Master Chef, except he doesn't yell at people because they're kids. Hotel Hell, where he goes to hotels and he judges how they run their shit. Because his original study in school, I guess, was hotel upkeep and management and shit like that. So, he knows a lot about that. And then, the F word. I don't know what that is. Gordon Ramsay's Boiling Point. And then he has Gordon Ramsay's Beyond Boiling Point. Gordon Ramsay's Food Stars. Next Level Chef. US and the UK version. Gordon Ramsay's Uncharted Showdown. Gordon Ramsay's Future Food Stars. 24 Hours to Hell and Back, which is a show where he basically takes a restaurant from shit to not shit in 24 hours and expects them to just upkeep that for the rest of their goddamn life. And they don't. And then we have Gordon Ramsay's Cook Along, the US and the UK versions, where he just basically cooks and you cook along like typical Food Network bullshit. Okay? Now, let's not get this fucked up. Gordon Ramsay is a G. He puts his name on fucking everything, bro. He's made three movie appearances, very small appearances, and then he has a couple of little small, like, mobile games and shit like that, and I think he had, like, a game for fucking the Wii back in the day, but he's he's got his name on everything. He's got products. He's got kitchen shit. He's, he's, got, he's got so many things, and I don't know why, but I still get a kick out of him. He's just funny as shit. He's always been old. I mean, the way that he tries to knock off Shark Tank on Food Stars is just goddamn amazing. Just everything about it is great. 
I'm 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 really digging I'm really digging Gordon Ramsay recently. And like I said, this is probably one of my guilty pleasures is reality shows and I don't know why, but they they're just good background noise and I really don't even have to pay attention to it. The background noise I typically have on is the Sopranos or wrestling because I've seen the Sopranos millions of times as I said and I'm a huge wrestling fan so I can put anything on and just kind of watch it. So it doesn't matter. Man, that was a whole fucking that was a whole winded rant on goddamn Gordon Ramsay. In his television empire. Sorry about that. But, yeah, my man Gordon Ramsay. It's crazy. I fall asleep to him yelling at people, Get you! You! Get out of here! I just fucking falling asleep to that shit. I'm a nut. Anyways, uh, I finally beat Hogwarts Legacy, bro. Finally beat that shit. And, like, not just beat that shit, but, like, 100% beat that shit. I got the platinum trophy for Hogwarts Legacy. And it's not even that hard of a game to do that in. But it did take me 81 hours in total to get that done. Okay? I finally completed everything. I'm super excited. So, shout out to me. Yes. Yes. Thank you, Ryan. I appreciate you clapping for me. Thank you, Ryan. I'm very happy about that. Like I said before, I'm not a video game person. So, I'm very stoked that I finally platinumed another game. I think another one I did was Spider-Man. And that was super easy as well. Not very many, but... It, 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 I'm very excited about it. Since I'm done with Hogwarts Legacy now, I'm getting into Red Dead Redemption. I just bought Red Dead Redemption 2, which, by the way, I shouldn't have even fucking bought. It's on sale, like, every other fucking week on the goddamn PlayStation Store. And, like, the Ultimate Edition is $100 still. And when it's on sale, it's on sale for, like, 30 bucks. I don't know why I just didn't wait another two weeks, because I went out and bought the physical copy, the Standard Edition, for 25 bucks. And then the fucking, the next goddamn day, it went on sale in the fucking PlayStation store. So I was pissed. Either way, I got it, and I'm starting to get into it a little bit. Just like Hogwarts Legacy, I mean, it's it's very slow going, like, especially at the beginning. But, like, I kind of just have to get through it until I get into it. I'm starting to, like, find points where I actually do enjoy playing it. Like, I do like doing certain things. Like, I'm a fucking cowboy, bro. And I'm an honorable cowboy, okay? I'm trying to live life in the best way that I can. I can't see this being a game I'm going to be able to platinum because there's just way too much. You have to get, like, online trophies and shit. And I just, I don't see myself doing it at the moment. I could see myself, like, fucking 10 episodes from now replaying this clip and being like, haha, I did it. But as of right now, I'm not there. It's very slow starting off and it's taking time to learn. Like, everybody who says what's up to me, I have to, like, fucking stop and say what's up to them. Like, I accidentally put my shit in fucking POV mode where it was just, like, first person and I could see through the eyes of fucking Arthur. And god damn it, bro, I tried to get on my horse and I accidentally grabbed a lady who's just sitting on a bench. And then I picked her up by her throat and I was just, like, shaking her. And I was like, oh, shit. And I panicked. And when I panicked, I hit the circle button. And I just punched the lady in the fucking face. And I was like, God damn it, I'm trying to be an honorable cowboy right now. And I just assaulted this woman in front of everybody. So I had to flee the area. I couldn't complete the mission because everybody fucking saw me being a douchebag. Oh, it was it was a whole fucking thing. It's ridiculous. So it's little shit like that that I have to get used to. It is a little bit different. But I could see myself really getting invested into it. But definitely not a game that I could see myself platinuming anytime soon. I mean, like I said, like I'm not a I'm not a video game person. So just me coughing up the money to go actually purchase another game that's not wrestling or Harry Potter related, it definitely it, I better at least get a little bit of juice out of it. I mean, like I just don't play video games at all, really. Like one, 
I just they're too expensive. I'm not paying fucking sixty to a hundred dollars for a fucking game, depending on the edition you get. And then there's just too many fucking dialogue scenes in most of the games now, bro. I mean, granted, that's mostly like RPGs and shit like that. But it's just like, those are the games I like playing, and the dialogue scenes are just way too fucking long. Like, why do we have to go through all this shit? Just let me play the fucking game already, my guy. I bought this shit. Why isn't there just a simple skip option? Why why isn't there like a Cliff Notes version of the game where I could just watch that real quick, understand the story so I don't miss out on anything crucial? But instead, I have to sit here and learn about the backstory of fucking Beelzebub's asshole. It's bullshit. I don't want to hear that. Sorry. <laughs> <laughs> I'm going on a whole rant. And another thing, fucking PlayStation Store with your fucking deals. God damn it. If you're going to go ahead and and I appreciate it, you at least putting it back on sale, but like, let a motherfucker know. I went out and I bought the fucking standard disc edition for fucking 25 bucks when I could have spent $30 three days later for the fucking Ultimate Edition of Red Dead Redemption 2. You motherfuckers, bro. Because if it turns out it's a game that I want to fucking... I want to go ahead and get the Platinum Trophy on. I'm going to want the Ultimate Edition. I don't know what it comes with and what the differences are, but I already know that I would want that because I'm an asshole and I'll do enough research to know the difference. So I would just want it just based on the description. So fucking goddamn PlayStation Store, bro. I have the PlayStation Store. I have the PlayStation Store app on my phone. And I remember I was sitting on the goddamn toilet and I was scrolling. Oh, bro. Bro, let me tell you about this. Speaking of the fucking toilet, enough about the PlayStation Store. Let me tell you about the toilet, my guy, all right? I made some steaks a few weeks ago, and I had two steaks. I made two steaks for myself, right? Just th- That was just for me. Two steaks for myself, a bunch of greens. Um, I, th- I think I made, like, shredded Brussels sprouts with butter, uh, seasoned asparagus that was sautéed, and then I think that I, I ground that up as well. So it just made like this this greens medley mix. It was delicious. I also had some potatoes with it. And I think I had beans as well. So I had all of that. I consumed it literally like 30 minutes later. My stomach was killing me. All right. And not like the shits pain. But like I felt like there was a blockage inside my intestines. Like the my insides were in so much pain. So much pain. It's about to get graphic, so if you're eating or you don't want to hear this, you might as well skip it. I'm sorry, but I ate that shit. Like 30, 40 minutes later, my stomach is like passing a brick. I go into the bathroom. I'm doing my business. I sit down. I start getting the meat sweats. Now, if you've ever consumed too much meat, you know what the meat sweats are like. But now part of this is also the meat sweats and also my body just like going into fucking defense mode. Because it doesn't know what the fuck it's passing through my goddamn stomach. Now it's in my intestines and I can like feel it. I'm like massaging my stomach, trying to like push on it. I was in so much pain. I was in so much pain, but I couldn't go number two. All right. I couldn't take a fucking shit. Instead, I, my insides couldn't make up its mind. So I started throwing up and shitting at the same fucking time. And I didn't have a goddamn a, a barrel next to me. For some reason, my trash can wasn't inside the bathroom. I had to throw up into the fucking kitty cat litter box, motherfucker. I threw up in a litter box while I was shitting at the same time. I was in so much pain passing this goddamn steak through my body. And I just pictured all the fat from the steak. And I was in... Oh, dude. I can't explain how much pain I was in. 
but that passed through my stomach. And I remember the whole night, like every time I went back into the room, I started getting sick again. And it wasn't like sick. It was like, I just had to go back to the bathroom and like my intestines weren't done. And mind you, it wasn't like diarrhea. It wasn't like solid shit. I wasn't really even going. Like I was just in so much pain because it was just passing through all that fucking meat. And I remember every time I went to the bathroom, I was like, fuck this. I just went into the second room and I just stayed in there and I kept getting up and down the whole night going to the bathroom. Bro, it hurts so bad. I had to work from home the next day. I was like, please do not let me go into the office. Hopefully I can work from home today. I worked from home. Luckily I get that privilege once a month and I used it that day. I was in so much pain. Right before I clocked in, I ran straight to fucking Walmart. I purchased a bunch of fucking intestinal asshole medicines i got pepto i got miralax i got docalax i got some stool softening bullshit bro i got everything that you can need emodium i got everything you can need okay i'm not going to be in that kind of pain ever again and i remember after that night i just kept thinking like i really need to stop eating so much red meat like first of all two steaks was excessive it's not like they were like huge massive steaks but like they were two sirloins Sirloins have a lot of fat on them. I cut off most of the fat, but it was still on there. But it was too much steak. And I remember thinking, like, I shouldn't be consuming that much red meat, let alone at once, but in general. So I'm trying to cut back on my red meat. I've been eating a lot of turkey meat uh, more than the red meat. I use red meat for my meatballs because turkey meat, it doesn't taste right for meatballs. I make my meatballs from scratch. So I really need it to be perfect. So I do use red meat for that. I use ground beef. I can't use beef turkey for that. But I do use, uh, excuse me, I don't use ground turkey for that. But I do, do use ground turkey for like my shepherd's pie or like when I'm making tacos. If I don't have chicken tacos, I'll have ground turkey tacos. Like it, just because it's easier, it's lighter, and it's not as bad apparently. But also red meat, I feel like it, it just gets stuck inside my stomach and it really fucks me up. I'm trying not to eat cheeseburgers as much. Um, however, I love a big fucking fat goddamn cheeseburger. Bro, cheeseburgers are so delicious. And that's the hardest part is like I'm trying to eat healthier in a sense where like I'm trying to consume more fruit. I've been doing that better. I'm trying to consume more vegetables. I've been doing that better. I'm trying to consume enough protein. I've been doing that better. I'm trying to consume everything I can naturally, except I'm trying to cut out processed and fast foods, maybe just once a week or once every couple weeks for fast food. But I'm really trying to eat healthier, and it's super hard when I fucking love cheeseburgers. I love fried food so much. Air fryers suck. Air fryers do what they're supposed to do. Air fryers are just mini tabletop ovens, okay? They're not fucking frying anything. Don't give me that bullshit. Because actual fry has crisp. This shit burns shit if you leave it in there too long. It's just like a fucking oven. Alright? The fucking fryer at least gives you a crisp. Deep fry the shit. I need to go buy a deep fryer. That's what I'm going to go do. Because I would love to make some bunch of deep fried shit. Deep frying some tots. I don't really like them in the fucking air fryer. Like air frying potatoes. Okay, bomb. But maybe I want to dip some shit inside the, the oil. Maybe I want to get some fucking... I don't know, some bacon-wrapped pork in ice cream. I don't know. Whatever the fuck they fry at the fair and shit like that. I want to do something weird like that. I, I need a deep fryer. That's what I've just come to the decision. I think I might go buy a deep fryer. I might need it. Not a deep fryer, but like, you know, uh, uh, a grease fryer. 
I picture deep fryer. I'm picturing like a McDonald's, like the ones you drop the French fries into at a McDonald's, but not that big. But you know, like a little one, one for the tabletop, just like an air fryer, except it actually fries shit. Because I do love me some crispy ass tots. Let me tell you, let me tell you, there is something about eating grease where you just feel like, oh shit, this is so bad for you, but I love it so much. And I feel like if you have too much of that, just like anything, it just kind of loses its momentum and it's not as good. So I'm going to go ahead and try and work on that. And I think tonight I'm probably going to have chicken tacos. Now that I mentioned it earlier, I've been buying a thing of chicken. I just go ahead and bake it real quick. I marinate it first, but I marinate it in like some lime type marinade. And then I shred it. I get me some lettuce. I like, I do like frying my shells, my tortillas, my tias, you know. I do like frying those. That way it gets like a nice little crisp when I bite into it. So it's like soft and hard at the same time. Pause. Okay. Heard it. I heard it in my headphones right as I said it. I was like, wait a minute. Sounds a little bit weird coming out of your mouth, Ryan. Pause. Another one. That's really. Anyways, I'm going to have some tacos tonight. Okay. It's going to be delicious. I can't wait. But I'm going to make some chicken tacos. I usually make enough for the following day. So that'll probably be a nice little breakfast burrito in the morning. Yeah, you know, just getting my grub on, doing things right. And you already know, anytime I start talking about food or whatever I'm having for dinner, shit like that, I start to get hungry myself. So I am going to go ahead and wrap this shit up. This has been the Wednesday Lunch Podcast on Prior Knowledge Radio. Check you out next week, bro. When's lunch? Cause your boy's getting hungry. Mr. Wind, bitch, and I'm coming with the munchies now. Serve me a plate, you know what it is. The mixed greens, potato salad, and a rack of ribs. Prior knowledge. And we cooking on the beat. Season the track, I'm coming raw, the slaughter meat. The shit is slapping, awesome Chris Rock shit. Now acknowledge me, ho, I'm on my big dog shit. And I'm white and skinny, and I'm far from piggy, and I'm ready to die. So who wanna come with me? Low down and shifty, my chick is real pretty. Her booty big too, wish she wanna get with me? Long hair, scallywag, swagger of a Cali dad Ask me if I give a fuck, the answer is I never have Eating a chopped cheese, I'm sipping coffee While I'm sitting in the kitchen while your girlfriend talks me When's lunch? Your boy's getting hungry Mr. Wind, bitch, cause I'm coming with the munchies Serve me a plate, man, you know what it is Mixed greens, potato salad, a rack of ribs When's lunch? Your boy's getting hungry Mr. Wind, bitch, and I'm coming with the munchies Serve me a plate, man, you know what it is Mixed greens, potato salad, a rack of ribs How was that one, Ryan?